0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is the Pylon, an NFC North podcast. I'm Big Z, representing the Detroit Lions. And let's just go around here. So we got Remy, representing the Vikings. I guess all I can say is just keep hanging in there. I I, I don't know. Do your thing, Vikings. And then tied tie for first place, uh, the, representing the pack, we got Kinger. Another week, another win. Go Pack. And then, last but not least, we got Barney representing also the first place Bears.
1: Big Dick Nick, come on, fellas, say it with me, Big Dick Nick. Nobody's saying it with me on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy, you know what? Uh, let's get to you, Barney, right now. Um, the Bears just keep pulling a game out of their ass. It's uh, it's quite incredible. But uh, the, obviously, the big news. And this game is Mitch Trubisky gets benched for Nick Foles and Nick Foles leads them back in the second half for a victory. Uh, just talk about that. Why, why did Mitch get benched? I mean, uh, kind of just go through that thought process, I guess, with the Bears there.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, it's it. this game kind of shaped out the same way the last two did, Um and the the leash just got pretty short here. Uh, he was just missing some throws. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but he just he wasn't being productive. Um, you know, we can't fault him for his first drive because uh, our kicker missed a field goal. But you know, when it comes down to it, he's just not seeing things. And like like the interception he had in the uh, in the third quarter, opening up uh, the second half. Their zone coverage. Uh, when we're doing cross crossing routes, you got to be able to identify that. And he just didn't even look, and he threw it right to you know the DB that came crashing in in front of Jimmy Graham. So um, you know, just an uh, an ugly uh, start to the game. And um, you know, uh, Nick came in, and it just felt like a completely different vibe. Um, Nick had six drives, and at the time, we were down twenty six to ten. So, two possession game. If you hit both those two point conversions, um, it's just he had six he had six possessions. Three of them resulted in a touchdown. Two of them resulted in um passes that were dropped and or intercepted because it was dropped in the end zone. You know, so he's at least like. He was moving the ball towards the red zone and getting us in scoring position, and that was just the difference between what he was doing and what Mitch has ultimately failed to do. So, uh, I, my, I tip my cat to Nagy. Uh, it's it's never really easy to just you know make a make a move like that, uh, especially right as the third quarter started uh, with that interception. Uh, but but that was what was needed to to take care of. Today and um, you know, Big Dick Nick came on in and and you know just unzipped his pants and it was awesome.
0: <laughs> um, so is Nick Foles the starting quarterback starting next week? I would imagine so, right? You don't just make a move like that and then bench him uh, the, the, again,
1: right? And and Naki gave the political uh, correct answer and said, you know, we're not there yet. We'll we'll discuss it, but I I don't see how in the world you know it, the the offense like I said five. Five of the six drives he had went to the end zone, you know, so um, it, it, it's a completely different offense, at least in those two quarters. Right. I mean, we were still facing Atlanta's Atlanta's defense, which is pretty shitty so far. But that's, yeah, that's another bad. that's another thing. It's like it, 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 it was that was a horseshit defense missing key players. And uh, Mitch Trubisky wasn't able to do anything, so um, I don't see how they could put Mitch back in. Um, not at least until Nick maybe royally fucks up. But uh, right now, I'd say I'd say Nick's the starting guy next week.
0: Yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Did do Do you think Mitch got a fair shot? I I, I just feel like uh, it. It was kind of surprising. I didn't feel like he was playing. Terribly, right? I'm, uh, you tell me. I, I, You know, I'm not 100% focused on that game. No,
1: and, and, and you got to understand, like, not everything that everyone wants to just hang hang all the shit on Mitch and whatnot. It's like, dude, our offensive line is atrocious. Charles Leno shouldn't even be in the league, let alone one of the fucking premier guys on our team in terms of money. I think he's like the fifth highest paid or fourth highest paid guy. That is one of Pace's biggest fucking misses, uh, and he's just absolute trash but um you know we got turnstiles in front of mitch and here the difference was is mitch gets the ball and you can see through his helmet that he's like super anxious and he's you know he's jittery and and and, you know when he gets the ball he kind of panics whereas nick he was just i mean he had the same line he was just a little bit more comfortable and just standing there and trusting his progressions and that's ultimately what what was the deal breaker
0: yeah, and I gotta point out here, Jimmy Graham got two more touchdowns today. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's not looking good for me.
1: Not looking good for you right now. I think what's the score?
0: Three. The Jimmy has three, right? Three to one. Yeah. To Hawkinson, Hawkinson is one.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I knew the score. I just wanted you to say
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know um and alan so, robinson
2: man yeah go go ahead Kanger, go yeah so barney just give give us the little breakdown of emotions here you know the bears are down 26 10 you know nine minutes to go in the third quarter like um you know what how were you feeling was there really any were you still in it still thinking there was hope for the game like break us down how, how that went for you
1: um so yeah i mean He's on week one. You <laughs> were there week one. Right. And so right now, when you're what you're bringing up is when Nick's coming in. Um, so I'd say I was a little bit more optimistic just because it's like, all right, let's see what we fucking got here. Um, you know, it's just so. I, and then, you know, as we're driving down the field, I was like, holy shit, maybe we do got something. And then that controversial um, interception that happened um, in the end zone, I was like once that happened, I was like, you know, mother, you know, I, 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 had shot up because I'm like, all right, you know, like we got something here maybe. Uh, but once that happened, I was like, holy shit, like we just, we can't catch a break here. Um, but you know, just, uh, I actually, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you, um, you guys ever hear of these crystals things? I don't know. Chicks are into them. My wife's into them. Uh, Apparently, if they're in the sunlight, they give off positive energy. So once all this shit was happening... I moved all those sons of bitches over to the sunlight, and I like I looked Jesus. like some Buddhist like <laughs> monk. Oh no, you're you're a crystal guy now, Barney. <laughs> oh, oh my god! <laughs> I gotta know. tell you, I gotta tell you, I I might you know I might just completely convert to the crystal life. So,
0: so do you have your wife to thank for the Bears' victory today? Yeah,
1: uh, you know what? I I don't want to <laughs> say like I had something to do with what went on on the field, but I can't deny. Once I did, it, mm-hmm. we started you know, scoring,
2: and I don't want to use this time to bash on the Bears because I want. I mean, that was a good win today, and you know, it it does give the the Bears a whole completely different new vibe on offense with with Foles, and it's gonna see what type what Foles they get going forward, but. Um it should definitely be some excitement cuz it was a step up. But I just got to say Atlanta is just an absolute shambles. I mean, for them to blow another fourth quarter lead like on this, real. I mean, that's 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 got to be t- a real tough pill to swallow and you got to really wonder what's going on down there for that to continue to happen.
1: Yeah, no, it was awesome. it, it was brutal. Um and just like watching us not like be stale on offense was just really hard for me to just like Stay the course with it But like I said we had six drives With Nick and I thought For the most part except for one of them They all went pretty damn well whether We scored or not and that was just Something to be excited about
0: yeah, and, uh, did, and did anybody stand out on defense for you, Barney, on the Bears side? Let's just talk about the defense for a little bit. Uh, I see a- Akeem Hicks at his a sack and a half. Man, I I think he's the most important player in that defense. Everybody talks about Cleo Mack because he's a big star, but Akeem Hicks, man, he's the one that makes that defense go in the, in the D-line, at least, yeah. in my opinion.
1: Yeah, yeah, and, and, and Akeem is such a huge vocal leader. You're right. I mean, he's huge. He's huge. But, dude, everyone wants a point about stats with, with – with Mac and it's all bullshit dude. I mean, I swear to god, if you just legitimately watch the game, he is held ruthlessly every play. And he's and I'm not just saying it cuz I'm a homer. I'll I'll send uh, you shit. Here we go.
0: Here we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: But regardless, Mac is 1 million percent the best guy on our defense. Akeem is awesome, but and he had a great day today, but um i i would i would have to say max Max definitely the best guy all
0: right barney uh so congratulations to your bears over there um three and know it's hard to it's hard for me to believe at least Uh, i think a lot of us here besides you and any of you know other bears fans out there uh but man uh, a lot a lot of interesting stuff over there and they 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 like to make it pulse pounding every week no it's not been easy for you to watch right
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I my my tickers uh going through the roof right now. So, uh that can't definitely can't be good for the charts.
0: All right. So, I, and let's move on to the other uh team on on top of the division here. Um that's the Packers moving to 3 and 0, a big road victory in New Orleans uh, for you Kinger man. Uh just talk about it, you know, no Devonte Adams, no Nick Perry after they they expected Nick Perry to be back at least uh but just t- just talk about how the Packers, you know, overcame having not having those guys and still being able to pull score thirty seven points.
2: Yeah, Nick Perry, that's a reference, Big Z. I think you mean meaning Kenny Clark. That's a reference oh, that shit. I don't know. Yeah, that my I bad. Have, I've heard wow. in a couple of years. I don't know where yeah, where my but, mind's at. Yeah,
0: Kenny Clark. Uh, yeah,
2: <laughs> but the Packers delivered again tonight. Um, I was excited again coming into this this game. I thought they they had a good chance and, and thought they were going to match up well with New Orleans. And uh, quite honestly, they delivered a great game tonight. Um, it was high scoring. Uh, a lot of a lot of breeze, a lot of Rogers action. Um, you know, defense necessarily was not the focal point tonight, although there were big plays made on both sides um, that definitely impacted the game. Uh, offense again looked great. You know, 43, 42, and now 37 points scored respectively. No Devontae Adams, no Michael Thomas, kind of evened out on both sides. Everybody, both both teams without you know their best playmaker, arguably. Um, or I guess what best wide receiver you can't discount Kamara and, and Jones in those conversations but uh, Packers played well uh, you know that's it's they they stepped up defense again was a little shaky and again we're going to continue to have conversations around this every week is as, is as, uh, you know how good are they but they did enough to win the game and we're three and oh it's got to feel real good about it definitely uh, you know them being able to grind out this win the fourth quarter they really took control.
0: How about Alan Lazard stepping up, man? I, I bet a lot of people picked up Velda's Scantling to put in their fantasy lineups this week. He ended up with one uh, reception for five yards, but Alan Lazard, six catches on eight targets, 146 yards, and a touchdown, man.
2: Allen has been a beast. And, you know, he not only is he contributing in the passing game, but additionally, I mean, he's such a great blocker on offense, and he's such a, a key part of their scheme, and, you know, all the motion and getting outside the different. Um, uh, you know, offensive sets that they run. He's such an important factor in that. And, you know, for him to finally step up tonight uh, with Devontae being out and really deliver, um, you know, I'm super happy for the guy. And I think he's been definitely underrated and, and flying under the radar and just in general from a lot of teams in this league. He really, I think, is a quality wide receiver, too.
0: Yeah, that's wild. Uh, does the big game for. So Alvin Kamara had 13 catches for 139 yards and two touchdowns um does that concern you at all going forward or is this just you know a special athlete uh going against the Packers defense or does that concern you about the Packers defense going forward a little bit this is just pretty
2: standard Packers defense to be honest I mean they got playmakers and they got guys out there who make plays when it matters as they showed again tonight they're capable of doing but they are going to give up a lot of yards. Um, no Kenny Clark. That's going to really hurt the run game. You know, Christian Kirksey goes down early in the game as well. We've got a seventh round uh, linebacker out of TCU, Ty Summers, who steps in and he's got to you know fill that role. And he did an okay job, but uh, yeah, Kamara was a nightmare out of the backfield. And you kind of knew that that was going to happen. We didn't really have anybody that could straight stick with him um, out of that. And so he, he ate us up and I said on the podcast last week, look out for him. And I thought he was, you know, primed to have a big game, which he did pretty proud of the run defense though. Overall. Um, I mean, it, it, it stats wise didn't look great, but ultimately I think they, they did a relatively good job neutralizing it, especially in the second half.
0: Yeah, absolutely, uh, Remy. You you've been quiet over there. How do you, I mean? How do you feel about the Packers starting off three and and0 here from the the team you saw in Week One to uh, you know winning on the road in, in New Orleans tonight? I guess
3: my biggest thing is are you are you convinced? I mean, they're three and but they haven't. You could argue that the Saints are probably the Saints are probably the toughest quotes uh, team that you guys have played yet. Although they did lose to Vegas last week. Uh, are you – I mean, are you completely bought in or what are some areas that need to improve for you to be completely bought, bought in or for the Packers to be uh, contenders instead of, quote, unquote, pretenders?
2: I'm I'm fully bought in on this team, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, I got to be, right? They, this offense is – it's just – I mean, Rodgers hasn't looked like in this comfortable in the, in quite some time now. And he is vibing. Um, I think they do have the offensive line, even without Boulaga. I was a little con- – the one thing I didn't want to comment, I'm not going to question Matt LaFleur, who is now 16-3 and as a head coach of the Green Bay Packers, which is really absurd if you think about that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, starting Billy Turner at right tackle tonight, I know he's been injured the last couple weeks, but Rick Wagner's really been playing well. Um, and there was you know to have him come in and start at right tackle just to switch things up. I you know it was just a little bit of a shock, but wow! Uh, I wish if
0: the, I wish the Lions had him. Yeah, I I tell you what, so far Big Z, i I'm,
2: I'm happy to have him aboard. But him for, qu-
0: the, and the Packers got him for nothing too. That's what makes me more
2: upset. Mm-hmm, and he's resurging his career back in his home state. But yeah, of I'm course. fully bought in, Remy. The defense is is obviously going to be a cause of concern, but I don't know that there's anybody. Th- and Nobody has proved thus far that they can stop the Packers, and I, you know, obviously we haven't played elite defenses still, but the Saints is a step up. They're a great team on the road, um, so I'm I'm very excited, and I'm full on. I think they're they're gonna they're gonna be a problem in the NFC. Them in Seattle, I think, are, are have separated themselves.
0: And the Bears and Packers. Just a reminder, uh, listeners, do not play until Thanksgiving weekend, so November 29th. So there's there's a lot of games until that point and then they play the last game of the season so a long way before those the uh, the two atop the Will division right now play each other to stay tuned no <laughs> <laughs> uh but i mean barney how do you feel about how the packers are looking you know the bears are winning these games kind of by the skin of their teeth the packers are looking a lot more comfortable in these games uh so far
1: yeah i mean uh Dude, Aaron Rodgers is still one of the premier guys in the league. So, um, you know, he he's does he just does things that even the premier guys don't do as well as he does. And that's like, you know, the, those hard counts and, and and it's kind of a, you know, they, they they talked about it in in this game, um, how quiet the Superdome was and how he was able to generate hard counts in an away stadium, you know, like like that. So, uh, who knows? I mean, the, the, they're always going to be a tough out. Um, every game's going to go down to the wire with them. And, uh, you know, it's, I guess we'll see, I guess we'll see later in the year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, King do you have, do you have faith that the, the Packers are going to turn around on the, on the defensive side here going forward? Because I, that, that's looked pretty shaky. The offense can they keep up 39 points a game. I don't know.
2: Yeah, that's going to be a tall task, but I've got confidence in the defense. Again, I mean the stats haven't looked great, and we've let up some points, but really we've made big plays when it's come down to it, and that's that's been a fact so far. That's something that, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing is is those key situations is stepping up, and I mean, you know the big screen pass tonight, Chan Sullivan knocking out or taking down Kamara, uh, Zedarius forcing that fumble on t- with Taysom Hill. Uh, those are the, just, those are the plays that matter in the game and it's separated. So yeah, I'm not worried about, it. I'm, I am worried about, I'm tired of giving up touchdowns right before the half. Cause that's what we've done in the first three games this year. So, mm. um, I'd really like to clean that up. Cause you know, it seems like they're getting lax on those last drives in the half. And so that's one thing I hope that they address going forward.
0: Well, you got a lot of, uh, there's a lot more positives than negatives over there and, uh, green bay so far this year so congratulations on the 3-0 start um packers fans out there well let's move let's move to the game of the day (laughs) at least from my perspective the lions end their 11 game losing streak this is why i picked them to lose i knew karma it would there's something wrong i just kept picking them for weeks and weeks so i decided to pick gunsum they win it worked uh for me (laughs) but the lions win 26-23 out in Arizona today. Um, came down to the wire. Matt Prater hit a you know a, a field goal with zero seconds left on the clock to win, and that's how we expected to go. Uh, the Lions picking off Kyler Murray three times today. That was a nice change of pace. The lo- the defense had uh, sh- shown no signs of life the first two games of the season. Everybody is w- very well aware. Uh, besides the first three quarters against the Bears, and not that damn fourth quarter. <sighs> but anyways. Uh, So Matt Stafford, 22-31, 270, and two touchdowns. He looked much better today. Um, Still not a super crisp game, uh, but uh, he looked a lot better. And part of that reason was because Kenny Galladay finally returned. Thank God. They need him so bad, especially in the red zone. A really nice touchdown catch from him in the red zone today. Uh, They just throw it up high, and Kenny Galladay will go get it over the middle. Uh, That's his MO. He did it again today. So fifty-seven yards and a touchdown for him. T.J. Hawkinson uh, got involved with fifty-three, uh, really spreading the ball. And actually, we uh, the Lions fans have been clamoring for this guy Jesse James to get involved. They signed him for twenty-plus million dollars um, last year from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Had like I think thirteen catches all of last year. No no sign of life from him in the first two games. Today, big touchdown on third and five from the goal line. Um, so that was nice to see at 28 yards actually out of him. So he had a couple big plays, but the the big story here is the Lions' defense. Uh, it still doesn't look great. Uh, they're giving up four yards of carry still, but uh, getting turnovers was massive for them. They actually r- rushed the passer with four or more today. I think over 20 percent they were going. Uh, I believe, into the game, only winning 19% 19 of their pass rush, like 12% lower than the next closest team in the league, like just awful. So finally getting pressure, and it worked. Jeff Okuda uh, still looking like a raw rookie cornerback, but made a great couple plays uh, in the backfield on a couple screens and also a big interception out of him. So that was good to see the Lions' uh, third overall pick contributing. Um, did any did any of you guys get to watch this game? I know it wasn't on local TV. Got uh, had to watch it on Sunday Ticket, but um, I, I'm just curious if anybody thought you know or thinks maybe the Lions have a chance to turn around this season. Uh, it, it, go ahead and let me know if you think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid today after after today's game.
2: Yeah, I'll comment and say that I'll give you credit, Big Z, because I was I was wrong about this game, and I may have overestimated. The Cardinals a little bit or maybe I was severely underestimating the Lions um, but it was hard not to after what Green Bay did to them last week but you know uh, overall Stafford played great today and you're right having Galladay back was uh, extremely important for them and um, you know Kyler Murray did not look like himself or like Kyler Murray had uh, you know the the previous couple games this season so credit to the Lions defense um I was it Jamie Collins that had the interception I I saw that Uh, he had one
0: he did have one yeah yeah, that's
2: I think Collins yeah uh not a good decision by Kyler there you know Collins had great coverage on him undercut the route made the interception um and you know Prater he's the guy if there's a kicker in the league that you want you know at the end of the game you know stepping up he's definitely right up there in that conversation so uh, Absolutely. good for the lions beating the Cardinals and good call, uh, proven me wrong on my prediction that the Cardinals were going to okay. roll them.
0: Um, the, there isn't uh, the Kyler Murray, five carries for only 29 yards today. I think that was clutch because he was averaging over, I think, 70 yards a game coming into this. He did have a really nice, he juked out Jeff Okuda on the goal line today. Uh, so that was great by Kyler Murray. I mean, sometimes you can't do anything about that, especially in the goal line. But man, uh, DeAndre Hopkins still got his. He had 137 yards, um, pretty easily too. None of them are really contested. The Lions are kind of giving him like a 10-yard cushion, probably because Akuda still gets beat down the field a little bit. But the Lions' safeties played much better today. Um, DeAndre Swift, I'd like to see him involved in the run game a little more. Adrian Peterson got 22 carries today for 75 yards. Um, he had a great start to the game, then it kind of slowed down a lot. I would, I would like to see. DeAndre Swift involved more in the run game. That's something that was of note. Tracy Walker continues to be our best defensive player. Uh, Hopefully they start him now after, you know, uh, our safety Will Harris continued to play like absolute shit the first two weeks of the season. Patricia, some reason, kept him out there. Um, But that's all I had to say right now about the Lions. I'm just super pumped. Uh, One and two. They're uh, playing New Orleans next week. So I, I like the the one and two New Orleans Saints going against the one and two Lions. I, li- I like the matchup. You know the Saints defense not looking too great right now, and I like the Drew Brees that can't throw deep down the field. I think that's going to benefit the Lions a lot. We'll see if Michael Thomas is back. Hopefully, hopefully not. Uh, you got you got away with one there, uh, uh, Kinger. The fact that the Saints uh, did not have Michael Thomas out there today. He's such a big part of that offense. That's why. That's that's a fair statement but we didn't have Devonte
2: Adams so it's definitely I didn't to throw that back but <laughs> that's it, it's it's evened out right there we can't we can't make that statement but I agree with you I agree with you it it's a different ball game with him in there
0: and the bears uh avoided Julio Jones over there too Barney so that was nice uh, although Calvin Ridley looks legit for the Falcons but uh it was it was nice to only have to guard one guy like that instead of two for the bears today
1: yeah, and I would have to say, as far as you know, the wide receiver duos go, I think Calvin Ridley's made a name for himself and 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 has done, you know, just about everything he can to basically say, hey, I know I have Julio Jones here, but I'm a number one receiver, you know, and uh, he, I mean, he's yeah. he's he's one of the crispiest route runners there is. I know. So this is the
0: Bears like so far though they avoid Kenny Galladay, they Saquon Barkley goes out really early. And then they avoid Julio Jones. Just saying. You know, I'm trying to knock you off your pedestal a little do, bit there, Barney. Do
1: we avoid them or are they scared of us? That's, uh, that's, there's a common denominator here. And all yeah, I got to yeah. say is I think the NFL is soft when it comes to the Bears.
0: Uh huh. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you believe that. All right. Um. So, so Lions move to one and two. They're alone in third place in the division. And I'm sorry to report that to you, Remy, because. Uh, they uh, uh, you know, I just you, know I'm just gonna say ugh to you. I don't know what to say. Remy, uh, break it down for us. How did the, the Vikings' offense finally turns it on, and their defense not so much? So this was the perfect game to lose.
3: You saw spurts of what, I'm I'm just throwing this out there, Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. That combination automatically replaces the Diggs and Thielen. What Justin Jefferson did today is what Stefan Diggs did normally, so it's nice to finally see him step into that uh, role. What really strikes me as panic is your offense out there, which are at that point are all veterans. At that point, you got Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, you got your veterans out there on offense, and and, and you end up in a fourth and twenty-five for the for the win. I mean come on. So the defense still continues to be banged up, no corners. I don't know why we don't make a trade. I don't know why we don't go get a free agent. And looking up ahead at the schedule here, Minnesota has Houston, Seattle, Atlanta, and Green Bay. You could be very well Oh, and six, and then comes a the question because people are already tweeting it. There are accounts, there are Photoshop jerseys of tanking for Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> a, a once in a generation, <laughs> there if it you is. will. Do are do they want to try and turn things around? And when now there are even reports that Daniil Hunter can come when he comes off IR next week, still might not be able to re- be ready to go. No, Daniel.
0: I mean, how do you feel, Remy? Are you are you giving up on a season? Like some of these fans that you're talking about? Are you are you still uh you know let's let's try to turn it around here? I think you mentioned before we got on here the Vikings have like a 3.8 percent chance to make the 3.
3: playoffs. 3.4 percent chance to make the playoffs at 0 and 3. 0 and oh, 3 I was teams. too high. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just uh, I'm taking it week by week. Um, I knew that going into the season. It was gonna be rough at corner, and I had high expectation for Gladney. And when Gladney turns up not being a great first round pick, I'm I I just think Minnesota is gonna go eight and eight, maybe four and twelve, and we're gonna get that seven to eleven pick, which sucks. And we it, I don't know. I don't see any positive. If 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 your veterans are out on the field, and and you can't win that game. I I don't see I don't see us winning too many more games, because our schedule just gets harder and our corners are just getting eaten up. They're thin. They're young. Zimmer quoted said he feels like sometimes he's coaching kindergartners because everybody's so young.
0: Yeah, Barney.
1: I just want to say, Remy, don't lose faith too much on uh, on the young corners, especially Glad. It's the hardest position
0: in uh, football to
3: learn.
1: Well, I, I want to say the hardest. I'd say quarterbacks probably harder, but I would say this. Uh, it, it was kind of the same feeling. I feel like you're going through what uh, what Bears fans went through when we drafted Kyle Fuller uh, for our first first draft pick, uh, first round draft pick. We had absolutely no pass rush, and when you don't have a pass rush, especially with Daniil Hunter being out
3: and Michael Pierce you out,
1: yeah, you and a COVID season like this, you can't expect them to do anything other than get ragtiled out there. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's a long season, seventeen weeks. Uh, I think you know by hopefully by. You know, week eight, Daniil Hunter's definitely in, right? And uh and there's some pass if we're rush going 6, on and do we
3: do we want him in and then on some horrific play he tears his ACL? At that point, if we're 0 and six, I mean does he come back?
1: Yeah, you gotta yeah, players play. You gotta get them you gotta get him in there. There's here, let me just tell you something right now. There's absolutely no fucking way you guys beat out the Jets all right, for the first pick overall. So, so, that, whole, so bad. that whole Trevor Lawrence thing, I mean, that is like a mirage in the desert. All right. That ain't ever going to happen. Um, but hey, you know, it's the black and blue division. You're taking some lumps right now, but it's a long season. People go down. People, you know, whatever. I can't believe I'm consoling you right now, but you're my friend, and I just want to be nice to you. So, you know, don't give up too much hope. here. I'm,
0: I'm hanging in. Yeah, there. you also can't discount the fact. Yeah, you can't discount the fact either. There's seven playoff spots, not six, so that's a big difference that's right true. there. Uh, the 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 seventh spot belongs to the Rams right now at two and one, but everybody underneath that is either one and two or zero oh and three. So there's and there's a lot of time.
1: And, and just to let you know, I know you're you're pretty down on the three point. 4% uh chance but hey when Nick Foles came in uh in the fourth quarter we had a 0.9% chance of winning the game and you know it it just sometimes miracles, baby sometimes you Minneapolis knows <laughs> exactly. all about miracles
0: How the Bears fucking three and zero? I just don't get it. Twenty twenty. I how. just I just was sitting there at the end of the day today, just like oh, this is unreal. You, that, 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 that was the percentage of chance I think of them winning against the Lions in the first game too. It's ridiculous.
1: And, and it begs to it begs the question: <laughs> Are the Bears the best team in football?
0: <laughs> yeah, I bet it does. <laughs> oh man, what there's uh one, two, three, four, five, six, seven undefeated teams left. So and two of those are playing tomorrow, Baltimore Ravens and the Chiefs. So, yeah, it's Seahawks, Bears and Packers are the remaining undefeated teams in the NFC. The Bears are at, the Bears and Packers are looking really good to make the playoffs now, especially with those seven spots. Uh but there's still a lot more games to go. Uh man, it's just uh it's it's it was another good week in the football. A lot of close games. Uh at least three, 75% of us are going to sleep uh, happy tonight, at least. So that's good. 75% of our listeners, uh, too. And what about more uh, than 75 if the Vikings fans want Trevor Lawrence so bad. What about Cohen? Did they say what's going on with him?
1: Yeah, it was an unfortunate freak play. Um, uh, third, I, I haven't heard a uh, – he's getting an MRI tomorrow. So, you know, it, it's all but nailed in right now. But everyone basically saying it's a it's an ACL tear. But, uh, yeah. Oh, man. I, yeah, I didn't know that. F- fair catch, you know, and he just gets uh, I know the guy got pushed, but it was about five yards away. So like, I, I, I don't understand. Well, I do understand the Bears legitimately never get calls, but. Uh, you know, just a guy coming in right on his leg, especially something where he drops the ball and it's, and he does like the whole, like LeBron, like, you know, theatrics. And, uh, I just couldn't believe that there was no, that there was no flag, but, uh, uh, yeah, Cohen, that's going to hurt our, our little, you know, he's a, he's a joker back. So, I mean, he kind of teams had the, had the game plan for him, but, uh, I, yeah. I really like uh, David Montgomery, and I'm glad we're starting to give him the ball a whole lot more and commit to him uh, this year than we did last year. So, uh, you know, I hope for the best for Tariq, but um, you know, I think uh, I think David Montgomery's got us in good hands.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I didn't I didn't I didn't realize that happened during that game. Uh, was there any other big injury uh, updates? Uh, Remy or Kinger? The Lions didn't have too much. All good here. Kirksey left the game.
2: So we'll see what's going on with him. He had a shoulder injury. So When did he get hurt and, uh,
0: did he, and he didn't return?
2: I, I, I want to say it was the second quarter, late first, early second quarter. Yeah, he didn't return. So we will see what's going on because our other inside, we, we're very thin at inside linebackers. So hopefully we're getting good news of that. That's been the one knock with him with his career. Obviously, it's been him staying healthy. So I hope we're not going down that road again.
1: It, now, is uh, who was the guy, Summers or something like that, that came in?
2: Ty Summers, yeah. And
1: he's the direct replacement?
2: Uh, yeah. So Kamal Martin, our rookie draft pick out of Minnesota was the guy who was supposed to start opposite of Kirksey. He's an IR with a meniscus tear as well. Um, so yeah, it was Ty Summers tonight. We're very thin at
0: that position. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I I don't have any injury update on my end. Uh, but We'll, we will inform you later this week of any injury updates. I know at least for Lions like True Font and some other people, uh, we've been waiting to get back. Hopefully, we'll be coming back. But we did have Kenny Galladay back today. That was nice to see uh, for the Lions. But um, just uh, next week Indianapolis uh, going to Chicago, uh, New Orleans going to Detroit, then Minnesota traveling to Houston, and then Monday night Kinger Atlanta. Going to Green Bay is that just gonna be, is it gonna be a hundred points? Should I just be taking the over immediately, no matter what the score, no matter what it is? I think so that's many safe, overs.
2: That's a safe call at this point. If you know the Bears are able to put up thirty points on that Falcons defense today, well, who knows what Aaron Rodgers can do to it?
0: Yeah, uh, I, I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the over is hitting like 65% of the time this year or something, or even higher than that after today. It's crazy uh, how many points are being scored in the NFL. It's the most points, I think, through three weeks in the NFL in history. So it's kind of wild uh, what's what's going on with that. And But it's it's got to be this COVID-related season uh, because I think the last time when there was that lockout in 2011, right, uh, the over is also hitting over 60% of the time in the first four weeks of the season. So kind of similar trends there. Yeah, Barney.
1: I just want to knock uh Kinger off his pedestal a little bit here because uh the number one cornerback in the league right now Jair Alexander dude did that play where uh where um, Kamara took that screen basically for 50 yards dude that was some of the most pansy tackling and I'm I'm highlighting Jairi because I know he's just an instinctual like you know lockdown corner. But does he have tackling concerns because he just went up to him and I don't know if he know, if he doesn't know this, but he's not like if he's bigger than Kamara, he's not much bigger. So he can't just go in there with a shoulder. But uh, I, I was laughing when Jairi just got basically bitched uh, for that long run. But, you know.
2: You can take that single clip right there, that play, and you can just throw it and just absolute burn it and never, <laughs> never show it to anybody again because that was some of the worst tackling that I've seen yeah. from the Green Bay Packers. I think they had five attempts at Kamara. He got through all of them. You're, there's, there's no excuse for that. You're, that's that was a that was definitely a sore spot tonight, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, it's it, it is what it is, Jair. That's definitely not normally. That's not something that he normally has an issue with. Normally, he's he's a very good tackler.
0: <laughs> All right, so I think that's a good spot to wrap up this week three recap. Um, again, the Bears and Packers sitting on top at three and zero. The Lions moved to third place at one and two, and the Vikings zero and three. But we want to thank everybody for listening. Instagram the pylon please follow us up there we're getting a lot of followers right Barney yeah Uh, we're we're, we're picking up picking up a lot of steam which is nice to see
1: it's it's Um, been fun uh it's fun fun managing especially today with uh just being able to put your guys three recordings over it saying that uh that Atlanta would walk away with the victory here today so that was a little (laughs) fun for me
0: ah
2: yeah yep, yep 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 all right uh, let Barney so, keep enjoying this. Yeah, just
3: enjoying let,
0: let, let him enjoy the ride. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's something else. Oh, man. Uh, so, again, that's Instagram, The Pylon. Um, please subscribe to this podcast. Please share it. We'd really appreciate it. Um, it and it's, you know, it's, it's fun to listen to, and let's just keep growing it. You know, we're all, all part of the NFC North here, so let's just keep growing it out. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, next week's recap... we. We'll, we'll have to discuss but we might do it after monday's game so we get all the games in to talk about um but we'll have another one preview coming out this week on thursday most likely so stay a lookout for that and thank everybody for listening and enjoy the rest of your weekend